We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Analytics with Arjun. I know it's been a little bit of time since my last episode, but glad to be back basically for season two of this series. And um, this isn't the topic I had in mind when when uh, creating my first video back for like season two, but I, I did think it was important for me to make this video and and kind of explain why the Chargers should and will not trade for Roquan Smith. So, uh, you know, I'm recording this on Tuesday. So the news just came out that Roquan is requesting a trade. And immediately, like, there's a bunch of analysts in the space, NFL analysts that are like, Chargers should be on the phone right now. Chargers should have been calling the Bears yesterday. Chargers are like the perfect location for Roquan. And look, this video is not being made to make Roquan seem like a bad linebacker. He's probably a top five off-ball linebacker, potentially top three, definitely top 10 off-ball linebacker in the NFL. And, and yes, he will add value to any team he signs with or, or gets traded to if that becomes the case. And he'll make the Bears defense better than if he's not playing, which then they'll probably be worse. But I think what people are failing to understand with this trade request and, and what the Chargers will have to do to get him is it's, it's not about his fit in the defense. It's not about whether or not he, he makes the Chargers defense better. Because in all likelihood, he will make the Chargers defense better than if they don't trade for him. He's an upgrade over Kenneth Murray, over Drew Tranquil, over Troy Reader, whoever is going to be starting at middle linebacker or, uh, you know, like the other inside linebacker spot. But the fact of the matter is trading for him will set the Chargers back in terms of how they can build their roster. And if we look at how the Chargers and Brandon Sealy have valued linebackers, they just they don't. They literally let Kaiser White, Kaiser White walk in free agency to sign a $2.5 million base salary deal with escalators up to, I think, 4 or $5 million. And you think they're going to trade a draft capital plus give possibly a $20 million per year extension to an off-ball linebacker. Reminder, like Brandon Staley, yes, he was on the Bears roster or coaching staff when they drafted Roquan in 2018. He did not coach Roquan. Remember, Brandon Sealy was the outside linebacker's coach. He was not in any direct contract contact with Roquan um, daily. You know, there's a, definitely a chance they might have talked or discussed ball now and then, but 
you look at Brandon Staley's career, right? He goes to the Broncos where they were starting guys like Alexander Johnson and Josie Jewell. Um, goes to the Rams where in 2020 they were playing Troy Reader at middle linebacker. And now to the Chargers where like the Chargers haven't valued linebacker that highly. Like I know they, I mean, they just let Kaiser White walk. The only linebacker they've given the second contract to is Denzel Perriman under the Tom Tusco era, right? So like the problem isn't his fit in the defense. The problem isn't how bad, or the problem isn't his uh, Roquan's skill level. It's the fact that they have to trade a pick for him. That's number one. And trading draft capital, you know, for certain players, it's, it, it could be worth. But for an off-ball linebacker, there's definitely questions. And they have to give him not only just an extension, an extension that will, that will reset the market. And to reset the market, you're looking at $20 million a year or somewhere upwards of 19.5. And, you know, ju just between, you know, me telling you guys, Derwin isn't even going to get that much. I don't even think Derwin's going to get 19.5. And if you think the Chargers are going to trade a pick and give Roquan Smith, a player they didn't draft, a player that isn't a homegrown player, more money than Derwin James, who they took in the first round, who is the heart and soul of his defense, who's the green who is going to be the green dot signal caller, regardless of what player plays in this defense. If Derwin is healthy, he's calling the plays. If you think they're going to give Roquan Smith more money than Derwin James, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I don't know what to tell you. And so that's my issue. You're going to have to surrender draft capital plus a market resetting extension. And simply the Chargers can't do that. They just can't. Because it's not only that they shouldn't, they legitimately can't. Because if you look at this graph right here, the Chargers have negative cap space heading into 2023. And, and yes, effective cap space takes into account rollover money, but it also takes into account the fact that the Chargers only have like 20, like, a, like 27, 28 players under roster for 2023, and they have to fill the rest of those spots. The only way they can do that is use whatever money they don't have because they're in the negatives right now to fill out depth instead of paying Roquan Smith $20 million a year. Now, yes, if, if they do sign him to that extension, Roquan is going to have a low year one cap hit, the same as Derwin's going to have a low year one cap hit in 2023. But the point is, like, after that, in, in years three, four, and five of Roquan's deal, Herbert's not going to be on his rookie deal anymore. So now you're you're going to be paying Bosa, Derwin, and Roquan, and JC upwards of $16.5 million, $16 million a year. Is that is that something you're willing to do? And the answer, the answer to me is no. And yes, the Chargers have the fifth most restructurable cap space in the NFL in 2023. That that's fine. But you like if you're restructuring money to give uh, an, a linebacker, regardless if it's Roquan or someone better or worse, an extension, I just don't think that's a valuable uh, use of resources, right? Like look at this tweet by Brad. Team building is all about context. And just like he said, Roquan is a very good player, but you know, you could, you can always cherry pick whatever players you want to fit your narrative. But some of these, look at the, look at the list of off-ball linebackers that have gotten big deals. Jalen Smith, cut. Deion Jones, he's injured and he's a potential cut candidate, right? Miles Jack already got cut from the Jaguars. Anthony Barr um, left the Vikings. He's with the, he's with the Cowboys now. Quan Alexander signed a big deal with, with the Bucks, got cut or traded to the Niners, went to the Saints, and now he's with the Jets right? Zach Cunningham already got cut from the Texans and he's with the Titans. Like, yes, obviously there's the Fred Warners, the, um, 
Darius Leonard's, but the Fred Warners and Darius Leonard's haven't even made it to their, like Fred Warner is starting his second contract this year. Darius Leonard won't play on his sec on his new contract, his new money deal until next year. So we have no insight onto like how these top of the market, market resetting uh, deals have been doing, right? So again, there isn't a ton of evidence to show that giving a linebacker top of the market money is is worth it and the final thing and this is just brilliant right this is my this is my boss at pff eric eager you and and basically what he looked at is like how much do linebackers bite on play action so this is what this this bdue bite distance under expected negative means you're biting more than expected on play action which means from the point of the snap to the point where the handoff is um or the, the point of the handoff, how far has the linebacker moved? And Roquan, in his first two years in the league, with a really good defensive line, he wasn't biting that much. In fact, his rookie year, he was amazing. But in his third and fourth years, he's gotten much worse at biting on play action, which is ironic because the Chargers are in a division with the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. And Mahomes, Carr, and Wilson all ranked in the top eight in EPA per play when running play action. So if Roquan struggled versus play action, and now you want to put him in a division with three of the best play action passers in the league, and, and you're expecting him to like be like an all pro linebacker worth the draft pick plus the extension, it's I I just I just don't think it's gonna happen. And I, I think the other point that is is being considered, but and like people are considering, but it, it isn't a viable option is that you can trade for Roquan Smith and and just not extend him like look if he's not happy in chicago with not getting an extension how do you think he's gonna feel mentally getting traded to a team and not getting extended like that it's, it's not gonna happen if you trade for roquan smith you have to extend him like if anything this is what's gonna happen right this is how the nfl works the team that is engaged the most in the, the team engaged with the bears the most seriously is also going to be talking to Roquan's agent or whoever represents re represents him at the contract table. They're going to be negotiating two things at the same time. They're negotiating a trade and they're negotiating, negotiating an extension. So when they trade for Roquan, 10 minutes later, Schefter Rappaport's going to tweet out, Oh, now they've extended him for five years, a hundred million, right? Like you can't trade a, a fourth or a fifth round pick for Roquan just for one year of play. First of all, that's like, it's, it's okay. Like I, I prefer that than trading and extending him, but it's, it, that's not how the NFL works. And like, there's very few situations where you make that type of trade for, for an all pro or a top five player at that position. If you're trading for a top five player at a position, you're not only trading, you're not only just trading for him, you want him to be a part of your long-term plans. And so if the Chargers trade for Roquan and don't extend him, how do you think that's going to boil over in the locker room? How do you think Roquan's going to feel? Do you think he's going to feel valued by the Chargers? Do you think he's going to give his hardest? Like this isn't even, this isn't like even analytics based at this point. This is just how a player mentally will feel being traded to a team that doesn't give him what he wants, right? So that's first of all, not how the NFL operates. And second, it wouldn't be beneficial to either side if uh, the Chargers just trade a day three or, or day two pick for Roquan just for one year of play. Because like even you, you can bring up the Von Miller thing, but the Von Miller thing happened midseason and like the Rams, the Rams were making an all in push for the Super Bowl that year. Like that was the year that they had 
all their chips in to win the Super Bowl. And it's different than making this type of move now where, I mean, I, I think the Chargers are going to be great, but if they trade for Roquan and they turn out like the offense doesn't get better and it gets much worse, like, and they miss the playoffs, it's just a huge waste of resources and it, it just isn't smart team building. Again, th this whole video isn't meant to bash Roquan. I think he's a great player. He deserves whatever extension or, or whoever's going to pay him. He de deserves whatever money he's going to get. But the fact of the matter is it isn't worth financially for the Chargers to trade for an off-ball linebacker, give him a market resetting extension, because then you're, you're building just top-heavy roster. And, you know, to, to, you know, being just completely honest, the Chargers haven't been great drafters in recent years. Yes, I think they're drafting. Uh, in 2022 and 2021 have been pretty good and in 2021 their first two picks were home runs but even after that I mean we we just don't know how any of these day three players are going to pan out and I mean yes it's, it's cool to build your roster like the Rams but how many teams have had success like that right so again the, the final kind of like takeaways is like if you're going to trade and extend Roquan you're technically not even paying you're technically on the books for Roquan for the extension you're giving him. So it's going to be something like $20 million per year, plus whatever money it would, it would have taken to pay that fifth or fourth round pick. So you're adding about like four or $5 million in total value onto the extension, which is technically what he's worth. And the odds that he provides surplus value or he lives up to that deal is, is very tough, especially for a linebacker and, and seeing how Staley values linebackers, seeing a Telesco values linebackers, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. But again, that that this was just kind of my breakdown of why the Chargers should and will not uh, trade for Roquan Smith. Um, and I, I hope you guys enjoyed my first video back. Much more to come in the future. But um, as always, bolt up. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.